What do you do when it feels like you don't know what the F you're doing? Hi, haven't we all been there before? My name's Heather Gray. I'm a performance and mindset coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I'm talking to the accidental successes. I'm talking to the people who found themselves in the right place at the right time. They said yes, but success is finding them and now they don't know what the heck to do next. Let's dive into today's listener question. Heather, I've been trying to send this email to you for over a month now. I started a local grocery delivery service business. It started out with just me. I myself am a single mom and I needed a job that I could schedule around my kids' schedules. I couldn't find a job, so I just started offering grocery shopping services to other moms in my church and they took me up on it. Honestly, I think they considered it their charitable giving for the week. When I started to have more clients than time, I started hiring other single moms to work with me in this venture. Now I'm a real business, making real money, and I live in fear of being found out. You see, I was raised in the foster system. I don't have parents of my own or any family to speak of, really. The ones that I do have are suddenly only showing interest in the money I'm making, not in my business or the work I'm doing. I often feel like I don't know what the hell I'm doing and that I am one mistake away from it all crumbling and going away. I see old patterns emerging and I'm watching myself sabotage by looking away from growth opportunities. I can tell I have something here, but what I really want to tell you is, hey, I have a great business idea for someone else. Someone else, if they please, could go and employ other single moms to do household tasks for other moms. You said something recently about being the employee of your own business. I know you meant it as a wake-up call, Heather, but that actually sounds really kind of nice. I wouldn't have to make decisions all the time. Someone could just tell me what to do. I just want to run away from it all, but I need the money for my family. Wondering what you think. Okay. First of all, I really wish you had sent me this letter a month ago because then you wouldn't have had to wait a month to hear me tell you that I think you're awesome, amazing, and I am all kinds of inspired. And you, my friend, are sitting on one gigantic pile of thinking errors. The idea that you think because you don't have a family, because you don't have a support system, you're going to be found out. Found out for what? That you're a badass? That you're somebody who saw a need in your own life, saw that you needed to help your kids and your family, couldn't find a way to do it in the way you wanted. So you went out, you created the opportunity, and then you put yourself in front of people and you asked them to buy from you? What part of that are you afraid is going to be found out? Because all of that, my friend, is one hell of a badass, and I am officially happy to know you. That is incredible. You have so much to be proud of and nothing to be ashamed of. This is an incredible story of who you are, your strength, your resiliency. If I could get half my clients to have an idea, perceive someone's pain point, put themselves in front of their ideal client and ask for the sale, I would be out of business next week. Honestly, you are not paying attention to the truth in your story, the evidence in your story, because I promise you I am not blowing smoke up 
love you're behind here. I am not just surrounding you with love and light and kumbaya. I am looking at the evidence and I am seeing what you are capable of. And your roots, your beginning, where you started is nothing to hide from, my friend. Nothing to be ashamed about and nothing to make you feel small. You perceived an opportunity and you went out and you grabbed it. You might have been afraid. You might have been hesitant, but you said yes to yourself. You asked for the sale and you got it. The story that people said yes to you because it was charity speaks to your own negative story about yourself. Because I promise you, if church people want to give to charity, they just put money in an envelope and they let the basket pass them by. People saw something in you. They wanted to invest in you. And they probably wanted to get out of jail free card for having to do their grocery shopping for a week. So it was a win-win. The idea that when you started running out of time, you didn't just say, well, that's enough, I guess. You didn't just start raising your rates or charging more, but instead you perceived an opportunity to help out other single moms, to give them a hand up, to make them be able to be available for their kids' schedule. Like you are building a human business. There's nothing about this to be embarrassed about, nothing about this to be ashamed about. But what you're sitting in is you didn't plan all of this because you're a go-getter, because you're an action taker, because you saw the opportunity and you just said yes. You said yes and then you asked questions later. And now you're finding yourself sitting in a pile of things you don't know how to do. That is way different than being capable of doing it. You are confusing what you don't know how to do with what you are capable of doing. And you are capable of finding out the answers to the questions you don't know. It sounds like you're connected in your church community. It sounds like you're somebody who's connected to the local community. The first thing that I would do is start there. Figure out who you might be able to talk to, anybody else who's in business, any other business owners who might be willing to mentor you or who might be willing to show you how do you set up your books? How do you figure out finances when you've hired people? How do you do this in a way that's legit? How do you make these decisions? There are people online who will coach you to your business. There's people who can offer you business strategies who can show you the way. And if you'd like to get back in touch with me, I will offer you recommendations or I'll help you find somebody if you would like. There's tons of resources out there. Um, the resources I know offhand are all online business coaches. And the heart of your letter here is a local brick and mortar business, somebody who's connected to church, somebody who's connected to other single moms in her area. So it seems to me if I'm reading this, that you would probably be better served by someone in person and I don't know where you live or otherwise I would have gotten on the phone and tried to find you somebody to hand you a reference right away. But here's what I do know. Your story does not define you. You have defined yourself by what you have done with it. The facts of your life 
do not support the shame story you're building about yourself. This idea that you're charity, this idea that you're going to be found out, that because you don't have family, because you were a foster kid, you were somehow less than, I think is the story you really need to break. That's the thing that needs to crumble around you because that's the story that's making you think you are incapable of being the boss and that it would be easier to be the employee. You don't feel as though you deserve to be in a position of power, that you don't have the right to have a position that tells other people what to do or to have expectations of other people. If you really dive into this boss thing and you find you don't like it, that is different. And you have my permission, my blessing, everything to figure out a way to get out of the boss mode and to run this business differently. But what I'm hearing isn't that you don't want it isn't that you don't like it. It's first of all, that you don't know how to do it because you never did it before. This wasn't your plan. You didn't come to this with some plan of creating a one-on-one business, scaling to hire more people, and then growing it so you had a fleet of people serving other moms in the area, that this never happened intentionally. Because it happened accidentally, you think you don't deserve it, that you have somehow just gotten lucky. And you're not looking at all of the steps you have taken that have gotten you here. So that's the first thing I would like you to do. I want you to catalog everything you've done, every decision you've made, every problem you've overcome, all the other things you didn't know how to do that you had to figure out so you could get this thing to grow and to go right? Because that's the thing. You're taking all of that for granted. My guess is you're having a story and you're telling yourself, well, sure, Heather, I had to figure that out because didn't you catch the part where I had kids? Yes, I caught the part where you had kids. But what you're not catching is that's not ever been the reason people have taken the gumption to figure it out. You are resilient. You are strong and you have persevered in places where I have watched people fail. They just stop at the question. And my guess and my story is from the inception of this idea until today, you have faced a lot of questions. You have faced a lot of I don't know hows. And my guess is some of this that you're writing to me with is you're just tired of figuring it out all the time. And you just want to be able to hand it over and shoulder the burden. But before you go there, before you think about divvying up your pie or, you know, any of that, the first thing I want is to see if you can get some business mentorship or business coaching or a business consultant who can just walk you through this because we're not born knowing these things. At some point in time, we have to ask. I have to tell you like... You know, I'm, uh, gosh, I, I guess I'm 15 years into owning my own business in one way, shape, or form or another, and I still call my dad and ask him things. I still say, hey, I'm thinking about making this investment. What do you think? I still turn to him. And just because you don't have the luxury of turning to family doesn't mean we can't find you somebody who knows what they're doing, who can help you and guide you. And I'm sure anybody who listening who's attracted to your story, if they want to write into 
me and say, hey, I'll offer my two cents, you are welcome to do that. And I will try my best to make that connection. But here's the thing. You have to decide that you are willing to change your story about yourself, your circumstances, and what they mean about your potential. At any point in time, you get to say, this is not how my story is going to end. And I am urging you, urging you to come up with a different ending, one that supports the evidence, one that supports what you're capable of, one that supports what you have already figured out. It is okay not to know. You're not supposed to know. It's normal and natural when you take an idea and you grab it with both hands and you just say yes, and suddenly you find yourself in a land of questions. It doesn't mean you're not meant to be there. It just means you have a lot of questions and you can't stop at the questions, but it is okay to stop at the growth opportunities. You seem to have a story about yourself that that sabotage that you, if you were legit or if you were a real boss or if you weren't running to be somebody's employee, you would be grabbing these growth opportunities like with total enthusiasm and total openness and you would just be saying yes. But I got to tell you, if you don't have the strong business basics down, if there's things about running a business, the paperwork, the communication, the systems, the organization, that you just need some coaching and mentorship and teaching on, then you are making the rock solid boss decision to say no to the growth opportunities because you can't do them until you know how to implement them into your own business, until you know how to create a system that doesn't make you crazy, how to um, keep track of all the finances, how to report what needs to be reported, how to manage employees. These are amazing opportunities. They are not things to be afraid of. And the thing that I want to urge you with here is you get to control the pace. It feels a little bit like this is a runaway train, right? Like you ran out of time, so you started hiring more people, and then suddenly you have a fleet of people, and you don't know what the F you're doing, it's okay to stop. It's okay to not hire any more people to slow the amount of work you're accepting personally for yourself. Perhaps you're going to decrease any hours if you're still doing the grocery shopping yourself for people. You're going to decrease the number of times a week you do that so you can focus on learning the business building basics that you need. But you, my friend, are capable of deciding when, where, and how. Just because these opportunities are in front of you right now, it doesn't mean that they're the best opportunities for you. It doesn't mean that more opportunities won't come along later, that the ship has just permanently sailed. This just means you got to get your ducks in a row. This means that you have created, listen to me here, you have created, you have done this, a land of opportunity for yourself. So you have to sort it out. You have to get really clear on what it is you want this business to look like, what you want your life to look like. And then you have to figure out what you don't know how to do and find somebody you can trust who will help you.
And if you get stuck, please do consider writing back to me. I say this all the time, by the way, and nobody ever does. Um, But do write back to me. Let me know how I can help you. And I'll connect you with a resource or two if you need it. But this isn't a story where you're incapable. This is a story that requires you to rewrite the ending and to remind yourself of what you're capable of, how much you're capable of. And just because you don't know what the F you're doing, like, Welcome to the club, sister. This is not like any indicator that you're not supposed to be doing this, that you're not good enough to be doing it because you took action. You saw the way you wanted your life to be. You decided what kind of mom you wanted to be and you just said yes and that I... I can't even tell you how much I respect that, how happy I am to know you and how glad I am that you reached out because we got to shake up this story you have about yourself, sister, because it is not working for you. It is not serving you and it's entirely bullshit. So let's rewrite that ending. Let's just do it right now today. I often say that podcast episodes can't change the world in a single episode. I think this episode can start to change your story about yourself because I'm calling bullshit. I'm so glad that you stopped sitting on this letter. I I really hope you hear and know and believe how much I genuinely respect where you were at in this world, where you have come from in this world, and everything you have done to build a life for your family that you can be proud of. I hope you hear the respect and know that it's been earned and deserved. Anybody else, if you are sitting in a pile of suffering like this, if you are being crushed with waves of doubt, don't sit there for long. Reach out to me. Find me, Heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Let me know where you're hurting because I would really love to help. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.